Welcome to the Mums King Matter podcast, where we explore the multifaceted experiences of women and mothers and why it's vital to truly look after ourselves. As mothers, we are doing one of the most important and challenging jobs, raising the next generation. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the birth recovery coach, coach for mums, perinatal specialist, personal trainer, yoga teacher, and matrescence coach, working with women to make sense of their motherhood experience. It is my desire to help mums like you step into your power and rise as the change makers that we are. Just because society doesn't acknowledge the value of what mothers do, it doesn't mean we can't value ourselves. In my spare time, I love hanging out with my beautiful daughter, reading and writing poetry, long walks in nature, and a good soul-nourishing dance. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me again. And today I will be talking about my why, the why behind what I do. And it's a why that is filled with passion and filled with heart and filled with personal experience, to be honest, which I think a lot of businesses tend to have. People come to things through their own experience. My birth trauma, having Matilda in 2014, shook my world. And I now see it as a blessing in disguise, but at the time it was desperately challenging. I was in labor for days and birth went very, very differently to how I had hoped and planned and prepared for, as is often the case. And if you wanted to read my full birth story, it's on my website. So I came away from birth incredibly vulnerable. I was upset to see my C-section scar. I can still picture signing the sheet for a C-section when I never, ever thought that that would happen. And I had further health complications after birth, which were just awful to have to go through to add to what I was already experiencing. And I won't go into the details now, but it feels lovely to talk this way. And I have been able to talk this way without getting upset about my birth experience for a long time now because I've done a lot of work on my healing and it's super great to work in this area without being triggered. Obviously, I empathize massively and my heart reacts, my body reacts for people when they tell me their stories, but it feels wonderful to have healed and to come out the other side and my desire to help women and families with birth trauma and recovering after having children is like this fire in my belly. So when I had Matilda, there wasn't much information around about birth trauma that I could find. It took some fishing, it took some digging. And I remember thinking that I was traumatized um, and not many people around me validating that unless they were medical. And let's be honest, I, I genuinely don't blame anyone for not knowing this. Birth trauma is still something which is not known about enough, I feel. But if I was the only one recognizing that I was traumatized and I didn't have people going, I hear you, go gently. Is there anything I can do? Let me help. There's no pressure on you. All of those things, which I feel are desperately necessary, then I feel like it slows down the healing process. So it took me to figure out that I had birth trauma. It took me to figure out that I had PTSD because I realized that I was still very vulnerable as much as other people wanted me to be over my birth experience, in inverted commas, I was still reeling from it. 
And it's totally understandable with the knowledge and experience that I have now from my own experience and talking to lots of other therapists and medical professionals and people in this realm and to lots of other mothers. I realize that birth trauma can affect us in so many ways and we can do some work and and think that we're better and we can do some more work and we hope that it's better. And we can do tons of work and sometimes we're never entirely better. And I know and accept that now. And I listen to various different brilliant podcasts and I realize that healing is a cyclical process and it may never end. So it's possible that someone can talk about a birth experience and I'm not triggered. And it's possible that someone can talk about something to do with birth. And I'm like, oh, it's still just a little bit ouchy. So it's super, super helpful that I have done all sorts of different healing modalities. And again, that's listed on my website if you'd like to know more. So anyway, so there wasn't much information that I could read around. Um, I think I was looking for blog pieces and stuff. But when I found the work of Dr. Rebecca Moore, who is a perinatal psychologist, I felt so seen and so heard. And I latched onto her work, her posts at the time I was on Twitter and maybe Instagram, I think. And I found what she shared to be just so, so healing and so, so helpful. And she kindly received my DMs, my direct messages, and responded with gentle support. And I, I think I've always been respectful of boundaries and so didn't want to kind of take too much, but she was ever so wonderful and supportive and just probably validated me and gave me some resources to look at. So I realized I needed therapy. I needed counseling. And that was really, really helpful. It was difficult to get to because I had a young baby and she was breastfed and the windows that I had to be sort of free to do something like that was challenging. Um, My ex-husband would not always be easy about coming to town where the counseling took place. So it, it wasn't easy, but I massively benefited when I did have therapy. And I can remember looking at my therapist and her eyes were just almost welling up because she felt for me so. I I described how powerful it was to be in a room to talk about me and to unload what had happened. And she just, she could really see, and that was really powerful to, to let go of what was needing my time and attention and energy at that moment and just tend to me. I remember being in bed feeding Matilda at night and on Twitter there was a hashtag night feed and I don't remember the lady who set it up but it was so powerful to kind of log on with my screen dimly lit in the night feeding Tilly. Sometimes I would sit there and just notice my breath and really just tune into the feeding time which was lovely but sometimes I would need to connect with others who were up at two in the morning or whatever it might be and that was really lovely. So that kind of sense of community, there were other mums up And of course, obviously the UK, it was in the middle of the night, but in Australia, it would have been um, daytime. So anyway, and then I found an amazing book called How to Heal a Bad Birth and Lordy, it really, really, really helped me. And I got a copy of that on the iPad and I read different parts of it because you don't have to go from kind of the front to the back. You can dot around different chapters, which really, really meant something to me. And it was just incredible. And I remember being in touch with the authors of the book saying, 
I would love to come over and give you a massive tearful hug at some point. And they were like, oh, that would be so lovely. And I do plan to go to Australia to meet different people because I've trained with people in Australia now. And I hope to meet the authors and give them a hug because it really, really helped me. And I've recommended that book lots and lots to people. So yeah, it's called How to Heal a Bad Birth. And the reason that I'm a birth recovery coach is partly because of what I've just spoken about, but also there was, for me, a a lack of support at home. And I've spoken about this in other podcasts and it comes down to family not being close by. And that was a shame. I don't blame them for that. And my ex-husband wasn't able to give me the support that I needed. And also there's no blame. I just am being honest about what was going on for me and, and me as a new mum. So support when you've had a baby is phenomenally important. And I'm very passionate about that. And I have too often, in my opinion, witnessed a mum or a couple, because I care deeply about the whole system, really, but it's my specialism to work with mums. I have seen so many times that people don't have the support that they would benefit from. And of course, we can do fine and we can be okay. And we can easily just say, no, 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 it's fine. I'm fine. And have trouble asking for help. But my goodness, we do need a village, in my opinion, to bring up a child. And I listened to a podcast once and it was gorgeous. It was talking about the cultural systems in indigenous cultures in Australia. And it said 14 adults will handle a baby in any one day in their community. And I was like, oh, that's just what we need. It really, really is. So yes, support postnatally is really important. And I mean true support, not someone who will come over and talk at you not someone who will come over and sit and not make you tea, not someone who will come over and be an energetic vacuum. You need people who will be able to see you breastfeed without being weird about it or help you out with something with Pucon, you know, people who just give without judgment because you don't need toxic energy around you. And that's something I'll talk about more in a future episode. But Going back a little bit, let me rewind. Before I became a mum and before I what I call super niched down into this area, I was a pregnancy and postnatal exercise specialist. And it was really, really wonderful to be able to serve women in that way. But my passion for this area heightened when I became pregnant. And it heightened, especially after my birth experience, because I knew how it felt to be pregnant. I knew how it felt to go through birth and to feel super vulnerable and feel entirely new and different and weird, which I now know is matrescence, after having my baby. And I think it can be tremendously powerful to know how it feels. I mean, I've got a good friend who is a sports therapist, and he doesn't need to have had a knee operation to help people with their knee rehab. But in my opinion, something as deeply personal as motherhood, it really helps. So I don't want to take anyone down who is working with a personal trainer or a coach who isn't a woman and who hasn't gone through these things. But in my opinion, it really helps to know how, say, for example, how desperately hard it can be to witness the the scar that you've got. I cried when I saw my C-section scar for the first time. 
not just because it was unexpected, but because it's this massive incision and it was swollen and it was icky. And yeah, so it does, I feel, help to have experience. And so from my experience, and I heard in both a professional and personal way, so, so, so many women feeling like they were reeling from birth, feeling like they were unseen, that I wanted to hold space for women, not just to like lose fat and to shape up, but to, to be more than just getting trim and bouncing back and losing the baby weight. None of that. Yes, that might be important. Yes, it might be a real key part in your recovery to feel trim again and things. And I definitely identify with that. But as I say, I want to emphasize it's this holding space for the huge transition that motherhood is. And I now know that matrescence, because I'm a matrescence activist, is such a massive part of why we feel so different because we have changed. It is clear. It is now well-researched and the word is in the dictionary. And from my personal experience, knowing that I didn't want a certain type of training, knowing that I didn't want a certain type of coaching, I like to work with women in a way that is not forcing, it is not bullying, it is not invalidating a woman's experience. And because of my experience working in fitness for such a long time, I've been a personal trainer for 16 years. I've been a yoga teacher for 11 years now. I have witnessed certain people saying, there's no excuse, you know, and this is lame because they've not made these results. And it's like, I get what you're saying, but that's your expectation. It really helps to know when a mum or a dad is dealing with sleep deprivation, is dealing with the massive identity change, that there is all sorts to take into account. So I don't think you should give them a hard time for not like fulfilling their goals that week. Because sometimes some grace and acceptance of the sheer difficulty is really, really necessary. And that's not to say that I won't have certain expectations, gentle expectations and gentle guidance for clients. But it takes away the, in my opinion, sort of the, the intensity that some people can fear. Like, I certainly don't want someone to shout in my face, give me 10 more or make me do burpees or give me a shitty look when I haven't achieved something. That is not necessary when we are doing one of the most difficult jobs as parents. So I love coming to my work with a deep understanding of all the things Yet also saying, why don't you put yourself first? You know that you matter. I also have a deep reverence for birth and I deliberately chose the words birth recovery coach because I believe birth is something that needs to be recovered from. And it might be that birth went really well and you're feeling on top of the world and not but physically there may be some recovery. Like you may feel like your pelvic floor is fine. Brilliant. You may feel like your core is fine. Brilliant. But I would imagine that there is something that in some way needs at least a little bit of recovery from because we haven't necessarily been instructed, taught, or invited to reflect on how we feel. And it's so, so 
important and helpful and rewarding to tune into how we feel, in my opinion. Because the body holds so much wisdom, it gives us signals, you know, at the most basic example, our heart gives us signals when we're doing something we love or that we don't want to do. And our gut will give us signals over a yes or a no. So I have this reverence for birth and how vulnerable it is. And yes, we might expect it to be vulnerable. We know about birth, our mothers birthed us, and people have done it for generations before us and they've survived. But it doesn't mean that we can't speak up about our experience, about how we feel perhaps betrayed by the medical staff or how we feel it was just weird. Your husband hasn't seen you poo yourself during labor before, you know, anything at all. Or it may be that you feel, I didn't expect it to be that painful. I didn't expect it to be that hard. You know, I certainly didn't expect to have to go to hospital or to be in labor for five days, but it happened and I didn't accept it for a long time. And now I accept it, but it took a long while to realize that that's what Mother Nature handed me. And I'm in this profession because of my experience. I tried to have Matilda at home and I won't say naturally because I feel like that's a triggering word, but it ended up being a long labor, C-section and other health complications. So I just wish there was more respect and reverence for mothers, for the huge things that they are doing and the huge transition that motherhood is and the huge effect that birth can have on us because it is tremendously vulnerable. Of course, you are naked. You potentially have been cut. You potentially have had people talk to you in an unkind or inappropriate way. And our birth and our matrescence affects the whole family. So it might be obvious, but what I do with women and what you do when you invest in yourself and looking after yourself will affect the whole family. It can affect your baby, it can affect your partner, and it can affect the wider family and community. When we come away from birth feeling on top of the world, great. But when we come away from birth feeling vulnerable and a shadow of our former self, as I certainly did, I know that I'm not able to be the, this is rewind in time, I know that I wasn't able to be the person that I am now. And I believe I have a voice and I have a passion to help from my experience as a woman, as a mum, and as a professional, a wellness professional. And here is a poem I would love to share with you because poetry means a lot to me. I write poetry, I read it a lot, and I've chosen specific poems for each episode, so I hope you enjoy them. This poem is called Birth by me, Lucy Wilde. My scar is amazing. My stretch marks are too. They remind me of growing and welcoming you. Four days spent in labour. At home first of all, then a fifth at the hospital, they expected our call. There's a bed waiting for you, came the words down the phone. What an epic relief. Taxi called, goodbye home. My mum came from Reading to be at my side. I'll never forget her arrival, I cried. Her hand held in mine, the contraction still came. I swore and I groaned. 
just too hard to refrain. After full-blown contractions, he cleaned up my sick and pressed on my back when contractions came quick. My sleep-deprived husband stayed strong all week through. Out of his hands, what more could he do? Wow, the spinal injection that meant I could rest. Caesarean section turned out to be best. You, me and daddy did all that we could. However you birthed them, just know you did good. Early on the sixth day, you came into the world. Little Matilda, our beautiful girl. I'm sorry I struggled when you were first born. I didn't yet know that I needed to mourn and to realise that I had to work on my healing through massage, much talking and breath work and feeling. Please know you can talk of the grief and the pain. You're not wrong or ungrateful for feeling this way. Well done, strong mama. Please know you'll recover. Birth trauma is real and we must help each other. Thank you for listening to the Mums King Matter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at The Birth Recovery Coach on social media or contact me via my website. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, if you'd like to know more about my coaching offering, hop onto my website and book a free discovery call. Sending you love and peaceful wishes. Until next time, look after you.